This Blitz podcast is brought to you by Bravado Wireless. Available online at bravadowireless.com. And looky here, looky here. The most important man of the entire day is sitting here beside me. We're going to talk a little FC Tulsa. He might be number 22 in your program, but he's number one in the hearts of all of Tulsans here in the 918. I am speaking of the great, and I do mean great, Bradley Bourgeois joining us here on the Blitz 1170. What is up, dude? Long time no chat, man. It's been since uh, I saw you at one of the last football games. How you been? Uh, it's been good. I tell you what, you are too kind to me. Oh, no way, dude. No you are really man. too the rep- kind to me. The reputation that you carry is one that should elicit such kindness <laughs> in the first place. I appreciate it. I mean, I've, uh, I've been in this community a long time, um, went to TU, and I just feel like I keep saying it. Uh, I I love this community. Yeah, man. I love these people. Well, that's what um, I was going to ask you about. So, a brother, first of all, a couple of congratulations on things. One, multi-year deal. Congrats. Thank you, sir. So you're going to be you. here for a while. But the biggest one is you're going to be a father. That is that is awesome, man. <laughs> I am so happy for you. I'm so happy for your wife. It's an absolute game changer. Um, when is the baby due? Yeah. Um, thank you very much. Uh, we have a baby boy. Okay. Uh, expecting June 5th. June fifth. June fifth, and right. uh, every time we we go in for an ultrasound, little man is just kicking, moving, <laughs> of course, uh, nonstop. Yeah. Uh, you know he's he's got a big head like his father, <laughs> uh, and long legs, and and the kid is just uh, he's measuring just eighty third percentile. That's so awesome. you yeah. know, hopefully we keep that going. Yeah, and, no doubt, no uh, doubt. You know, as soon as he comes out, my wife is like, no balls at his feet <laughs> until at least like two or three. Oh, we, come we, on. I know. I'm, I'm trying to get him his first steps um, with soccer ball, but whatever he does, um, I'm fully supportive of it. So it's yeah, it's man. great. It's such a blessing. I, I can't believe it. Uh, I'm ready for it for sure. So the thing that I noticed, uh, my daughter's five now, and when, when we were going through that, uh, my wife and I, I started to notice subtle changes in just the way that I approach things, uh, mentality about a lot of different things. And I used to laugh at people that had kids that did it way earlier that were like, bro, you don't even know. Like, it's going to change you. Like, yeah, 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 sure. They were 100% right. So have you started to notice things even before the birth of just how you look at things a little bit differently and how you appreciate things more? Absolutely. Uh, I mean, right now I'm, I kind of feel like, you know, every day I wake up, I'm kind of taking the approach of, you know, how do I want my son to view me mm. um, and and how am I impacting the world to to kind of make it a better place for him. But setting an example and, and you really kind of hold yourself accountable uh, even before the little man's gotten here. So, uh, yeah, it's patience for sure. Mm. It's definitely something that you're always working on yeah. as I feel like as a parent. Right. Mm-hmm. It, it never uh, you know, you never completely get there. It'll be constant, bro. Yeah. And, you know, the the best advice that I've received is don't take parenting advice. So no, at all, don't listen. To every anyone. kid, every kid's different. Don't uh, listen to anyone. And and so yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward just to the challenge of yeah, um, just being able to to be the best role model uh, for him. Really, I mean, I've I've already just kind of had those thoughts of hey, you know, what is it going to be like, uh, and what is he going to look look at when whenever he gets older? Does yeah. he want to hang out with me because yeah. I'm a you know a good person? Am I am I trying to to be the best that I can and um, it definitely gives a, a new meaning to life for sure. Well, you're already on the right path, already looking at it through through the lens and the perspective that you have. So, again, congratulations to you and your wife. I think that's uh, incredible. Um, let's talk a little bit about just your journey back back here, um, 
not like that you've just showed back up here <laughs> in the last week or so. You've had a few years being back here in the community. But uh, do you look back and kind of marvel on what your journey has been just in general through your course of being a professional athlete and, you know, being here at one time and then moving on and leaving and going to Nashville and then coming back here? And in a way, I mean, I, I look at you because, one, I think that you – you have always presented the club in such a positive and proper manner, no matter what, that I look at you as kind of being one of the one of the faces of the club. Um, and I don't know whether you look at yourself that same way or not, but in kind of being the face of the club, I know it's it's an honor uh, for you. And, and how have you been able to handle all of that in kind of the resurgence of, of Tulsa soccer? No, that's um, first and foremost, thank you. I mean, it is definitely a massive honor to, to even kind of be in that category of, of a club. Um, you know, it's something that you you definitely strive for. Um, but, I, I mean, I was just talking to my wife the other day of, you know, you can't really enjoy the success that you've had um, because you're you're in it. Mm -hmm. And I, I think the only way to continuously put years together um, and make a career is to just enjoy the grind and literally almost kind of forget your accomplishments because I, I know too many guys who – that's what they they love and they they constantly think about well what i did last year mm -hmm. and then what i did the year before that and then before you know it three years later they're done because they just didn't want to work anymore yeah uh and, and so i was telling her yeah maybe you know when i'm done i think i'll take some time and appreciate you know what i've been able to accomplish uh and the journey that i've i've had but i, I take little moments where i go man I'm i'm really you know proud of myself for what i've done and then it all goes away yeah. uh, immediately, and it has nothing to do with what I've done. So whenever someone's like, hey, man, congrats on whatever, I yeah. it, it honestly doesn't even matter to me right now. It's a quick journey, too. It's a, it's a quick journey. Uh, How old are you now, if you don't mind me asking? I'm 28. Okay, you're 28. I'm all 28. Right, so, all right, you're still, uh, you're still, I, you're still I, really young. But. I still, uh, yeah, still relatively young, right, into, like, you know, society and whatever. But in this sport, um, you know. You know, some play till 35, 34. Right. Um, and, you know, as a center back, you, you definitely have more years maybe than others. But I just can't take it for granted because, you know, as soon as you, you, yeah. you kind of relax, it's done. But like I was talking about with your journey, even though you're 28, I look at everywhere that you've been and every stop along the way, it seems lengthy even for 28. Yeah. I, you know, some of the best advice that I've, I've actually ever received was you don't leave a place that wants you. Uh, I think too many guys in their career, and I don't think we talk about it enough, they cut their career or their opportunity short. Mm because they're always thinking the grass is greener somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, and as soon as you do that, you have now burned that bridge. And not to say that it's, you know, you can't return, but it's very hard to return to a club mm -hmm. um, unless the right piece has fallen in place. And yeah. that's kind of what happened to me here. But I've seen so many guys go from one place to the next place to the next place, and they've gone to four clubs in maybe two years. That's a four-year career yes. that you've now shortened your lifespan, and it's done. So I, I honestly just kind of want to, if I can, tell the younger crowd, tell anyone who's kind of you know in that profession of professional sports, don't leave a place that wants you, that is striving to be the yeah. best, and also don't be so enamored with what you've already done. Right. Well, I the the way I think to phrase that is, uh, is that there's – there's equity in a in a good situation, right? 100%. And, and you don't always realize it sometimes until it's too late, and then you look up and you're like, oh, that's that stopped two times, you know, down the road, 
was a situation that I probably should have embraced a little bit more. And I'm sure that you've you've seen a hundred different guys that have been in that same uh, scenario like that. You you talk about um, the change that's happened not only with you, but here we are marking another year where for the club overall another massive amount and round of change so what is all that uh scenario and how has it played out from your perspective yeah i mean the reason why uh i've decided to sign uh and and be back here is because the change was in the right direction mm-hmm. um and it was you know not stagnant yeah and as soon as i feel like a location or a place is becoming stagnant that means we don't want to push to be better we don't want to have you know a championship because honestly there's no place that will push to be a champion if they aren't constantly yeah trying to push the envelope and uh, as you can see with the front office new president uh blair has done a fantastic job from day one of setting a very very high standard and yeah. very high demand um, and he wants to play attacking football. He wants to, you know, and he said it, he wants to put the league on notice and he wants to bring attractive football to Tulsa uh, and showcase it. And I, I really believe in that. And that's 100% why I've I've decided to stay here uh, and continue this journey because just around everything and anything that we've done, the quality has gotten better. Yeah. Uh, and if, if that wasn't the case, I, I would decide to move on. But, Again, you don't leave a place that's doing the right things. You don't leave yeah. a place that um, just because you weren't successful. And it was a very hard year last year with not making the playoffs for the first time for myself. So how tactically does what, what Blair wants to do fit in with your position in general? Because I, I go back to uh, when when Blair first got the gig, I asked him, I'm like, all right, so basically what are we looking at here from a tactics standpoint? He was like, well, you remember Nick's right? And I'm like, yeah. He was like, I want to do that. And I'm like, okay, all right, I completely understand that now. So I know it's still early on, but yep. how have you fit into what we're going to see on the pitch? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, again, I don't, I don't think I would have been, um, I don't think I would have been recruited. I don't think it's uh, something that, unless he saw something, you know, in the style of play, yeah. uh, would have wanted me back here. But, I mean, he wanted me here for a specific reason, and it's the style that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm able to step. Yeah. I'm able to, you know, quickly close those lines, uh, you know, and at that point, right, we, we play maybe 2v2 in the back. You might, you know, we try to hold numbers up. But, you know, in any situation, if a ball is played in behind, I think I back myself um, with anyone in this league. And I'm, I'm able to have those 1v1s. And, you know, he, he relies on those duels. So you have to win your duels. Um, you have to win your battles. But I tell you what, when we win the ball, we're going at you. We're going you know, to our 10, to our 9. And then our wingers are going to release, and they are going to go down your throat, and and we're going to score goals. And that's exactly the mentality that he's preached every single day. Yep. Is we will score goals, and um, there's not even just the belief; it is just a matter of fact with him. Yeah. Well, we, it's, a, it, it's it's the difference between like belief and mentality, or or just who we are. That's 100%. that's that's who we are. Hundred percent. And and it's it, it if you don't buy into it, you will not survive here. Um, and he just won't he won't stand for it he won't right. pick up with it and so uh you could just see any meeting any training anything this is how we are going to do it that's awesome and it and it is amazing to see it really is exciting um i i have had such a good time of coming to training every day because 
the demand is so there uh, and it's so high and he's so in your face. Uh, <laughs> but it, I, I tell you what, it, it brings the best out of you. It yeah, really you does. That, right? it, it does. I mean, there is, you, you really don't have another choice except for to get better. Yes. Which, yeah. which is so great. And if our trainings and our, the demand of our trainings are that high, the games, they get that much easier. And uh, I, I really hope, I really hope that it comes out on the field and it will. Um, to show, you know, showcase not only just Tulsa and our fans um, of how exciting it will be, but to, you know, to have the rest of the league go, you know what, this place is somewhere I want to be. This place is um, somewhere that I can see myself. And the more that we put into these guys, right, like just the quality and the environment that we have out here, it makes people prideful of where they're at very and much. it's very different between the pride that i have for this place because i already have it from being in this university being around this community knowing the people like yourself knowing uh people that i've run into but these guys if they're taken care of you'll see it on the field yeah. and they won't want ever want to leave you will never want to leave and there's clubs out there in, in usl right now who you kind of have that right everyone looks at them and go man i wish i could get there that's going to be us in the future uh, and hopefully sooner rather well, than later. It's, a, it's an investment in, in your belief of who you are and, and where you want to be, uh, and that's important. I, I do have a, a, a two more. From your first instance of playing in this league, tell me a little bit about how um, the league has evolved just in terms of quality because it seems like, I mean, my first year of calling games was 15, and I watch now and I'm like, Oh my God! You know what I mean? Like it's 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 really jumped up quite a more than I ever thought so, Bradley. Honestly, okay. Uh, between fifteen and where it's yeah. at now, yeah. Uh, it was a combination of the two. Um, I think you know you put more investment and more money into the youth and the academies. Mm-hmm. Uh, just naturally, you have more kids that look at soccer and the game of soccer as something they want to do from an, an early age, you have better coaching, you have better resources. That's just one instance in itself that the MLS has done so well, and they are starting to continue to rise with the youth talent Yes, that it is now pushing other leagues like the USL. Other leagues have to get involved, and they there's a demand for it. So now they're throwing more money, they're throwing more resources, uh, and they're getting the respect they deserve. Now, there's another side of the coin of, well, now that MLS talent that was there, if you are not there, now there's another avenue and another solid one that now gives you a chance to be paid well. Um, And before in the USL, it wasn't, right? Mm -hmm. So there wasn't, it wasn't very attractive. And now you have those guys coming from MLS. Maybe they were there for a couple years. Maybe they're just a rookie and they need, you know, to get loaned out. And now you kind of have a merging of the two to where younger kids are using this USL platform to now raise their stock to either be sold to Europe or to the MLS to where they now can go and further, you know, their future and their career. Or you have guys in the MLS who are not older, who are 24, 25, 26, prime age, and now they're looking to cement themselves somewhere. The old saying was, um, and it's funny you bring up the 24, 25-year-old kids that are in MLS now, but back when they were young, it was the, remember the mentality, hey, play your kids? Yeah, 100%. Play play your kids, you know? (laughs) 
Alfonso Davies, you know, like, hey, dude, play these play kids, kids, play yeah. your kid, and now look at where they're at now at the age of twenty four, right. Right? right? And it's just it's a better evolvement of of the sport in general. Yeah. Um, I I saw I was so happy by the way they brought Colin Fernandez back. It's, <laughs> it's awesome to see that uh, that he is back. Speaking about a dude that has changed since the last time that he was here as well, just you know life changes and everything else. But it's it's cool to have another familiar face. One hundred percent. I I you and me both. I mean, whenever uh, whenever I heard about you know Colin and a good dude too. You no, know, he's a very he's a very 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 great guy uh, and. The mentality that he brings to training, um, he's a competitor. Yeah. He wants to compete, but he's a, he's a great human being. And when I heard we had a chance to bring him back here, I was all on board. Uh, and just his mentality that he's brought to training every day. He's a great locker room guy. He brings people together. Um, but, you know, we, we talk about all the time, you know, the, that roughneck life. Mm-hmm. Um, we, you know, we're bringing, we're bringing that 17 back and, <laughs> yes. uh, you, you know, 17 was a good time it and, was? and it was, it was great. We didn't have the, the same amount of resources, but, um, it was, a it was a good group. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Uh, I keep hoping at one point and they've been close. I feel like Tom and the crew over to you just inch closer there in the tournament that they're going to have that breakthrough, right? Once they get past the second round, a couple of opportunities, but, uh, Man, the last couple of years have been heartbreakers knowing how good that they've been from top to bottom. I think that's the most disappointing part. Um, just the quality that they've been able to to have over the last two years, the maturity level over there. Um, I, I told Tom the other day, that is the most together and tight-knit group I think I've ever been around on a college campus. I mean – they were so bought in to everything that Tom and Robles were preaching mm-hmm. that you could see it. Yeah. Uh, and, and I knew they were up for games whenever they started kind of chirping. Whenever they started, the tackles were going in, you could, you, you could see that they were up for it. And it's unfortunate that I think the success for the year before kind of hampered, like, you know, yeah. it, it, it – yeah. it, it was unfortunate on the second year, but the amount of talent they've had – was fantastic to see, especially after those down years that they've had before. I mean, from everyone, from a look, like um, West fitting in like, across the back line, like in the way that he developed this yeah. year. You know, you know, uh, Cashin was is is Mitchell. So I mean, yeah. he, you know, he's a good quality player. But it's like they started to uh, find the right pieces of the puzzle, and you, it was fun to watch those guys like Will Edwards continue to to uh, expand yeah, his. Yeah, I, I always go to those games. I, I root for them um, constantly, and. You know what? It's a credit to Tom for what he's been able to do, and I, I get this number right. He's been there 27 years. I don't 20 something years. Um, but for him to not drop his standard, for him to be able to consistently develop kids in the right way, to learn the game the right way, and the turning them into men who have not only learned how to play the game of soccer the correct way. You learn a lot in life, uh, and and there's so many times that I hear Tom in my head going, next play, next play, next play, and that is just a mantra of not only just soccer but in life. And um, I mean, I I can't say anything better about you know Tom and his program. Dude, you're awesome. Thanks, man. I appreciate uh, for sitting you. down for a few moments. Yeah. Really appreciate. It. Looking forward to seeing you guys back out there. As well. I, I appreciate it anytime. I uh, love talking to you. Yeah, and, man. Um, we'll do it more. All the best to you we'll for do it sure more during the season. All right. All right. Sounds good. That's Bradley Bourgeois joining us here on the Blitz 1170. We are so far behind, but you know what? That dude is worth it. We'll take a timeout and come back with more next year on the Blitz.
Thank you for listening to this exclusive Blitz 1170 podcast from Bravado Wireless.